and welcome back to the co-teaching chronicles today we're playing a little game called would you rather with a little spin on it because it all the questions are geared for teachers you know would you rather sharpen 100 pencils by hand or would you rather tie a wet shoelace when it hasn't rained in a couple weeks this episode was actually inspired by a video i saw on youtube by marigold magic and she's also a fellow teacher that I found on Instagram who I've had the chance to connect with and she has a lot of great videos on YouTube tips and tricks for teachers so you should definitely check her out I hope this episode makes you laugh you may cringe but I hope you enjoy and without further ado let's get started thought it'd be really fun to start each episode with a little icebreaker question what do you think about that I like it. Tell me more. So I think they're just really cool because they're not a typical open-ended question like, how do you feel about this? It's more of like thinking critically but also creatively about your answer because you're having to pull information from all in your brain. So I was thinking that not only is it cool because we get to tell people more about ourselves through these questions, but then also thinking about teachers taking some of these questions that we use to use in their classrooms for morning meetings or something like that. So kids, they can get to know their kids better, but then also get their brains going early in the morning. Love it. So let's go in with the first question, which is what fictional world or place would you like to visit and why? Okay. I have two. My first okay. one, first one I'm going to say is Neverland. Oh yeah. So to think about the never having to grow up, um, I mean, I'm 29. I like my 20s. So if I could just <laughs> pause that. here. Uh, yeah. I mean, I still refer to myself as a kid. So <laughs> like <laughs> Thanksgiving, like, oh, I'm at the kids table. Uh, so never having <laughs> to grow up. That would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, and lots, lots of adventure. And then the second place that I chose was the Great Gatsby Mansion. Oh, I like I love that one. Love the idea of getting to dress up for fancy parties. Um, if it really did exist, I think it would be so cool just to like text all the girls on the weekend. Hey, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to the Great Gatsby Mansion for a party. Okay. Like, I'll <laughs> be also, there in the gym. Right? <laughs> Especially if Leonardo DiCaprio's there. Count me in. Oh, yeah. And also, too, when that book was written, I really love that time frame. So for me, I have two also. But my first one's pretty basic, but I think that everybody thinks of this place when they think of somewhere they want to visit from a book and definitely Hogwarts. I agree, but I've never been to the Hogwarts in Disney World and that really makes me upset and I will <laughs> go there one day, but I just love that that whole series of books. I feel like I just grew up with that. You as well grew up with that book being so popular and um, everyone reading it, watching the movies. So it was really a big part of growing up. So I think that would be really cool. But then also the girl in me loves chocolate and candy, wants to go to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Scary. Why do you think it's scary? I don't know why, but that movie always kind of just freaked me out a little bit growing up. <laughs> because that one kid gets sucked up through the... The tube and the chocolate bond. <laughs> I forgot about that, actually. But I think that actually plays a pretty big role. I mean, Augustus Gloop, it is kind of scary. I mean, I love chocolate, too, but 
those Oompa Loompas, they were not cute <laughs> in my book. They are pretty creepy. But the idea of being able to uh, just pick up a, a flower and it be made of candy or having a piece of gum, that's also a three-course meal. Sounds pretty fun to me. I'll go hang out at the Gatsby Mansion with Leonardo. I can't blame you there. <laughs> so as you mentioned in our introduction. Today is going to be an episode all about Would You Rathers. So, I love this game. Me too. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited for this. Um, so I'm going to ask, I'm just going to start us off. I'm going to ask you a Would You Rather question. Okay. Um, and then we'll just kind of shoot it back and forth to one another. And um, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've, I've very quickly read through um these questions but i haven't put a lot of thought into them because i just wanted to kind of see what would happen when give you give a raw me. answer <laughs> exactly so i'm really excited all right me so too. here's our here's our first question okay would you rather monitor standardized tests or grade a set of essays standardized test all day uh yeah me too i just it's a lot more work to grade the essays rather than just standing and making sure kids are on the right question and are not talking. This is true. I agree with you. I hate, I just hate standardized tests in general, but yeah, I don't have not, to take that, one, but that could be a whole other episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. For yeah. real. Well, and my thing is I think of standardized tests and I think of the scanner. You just shoot them in the machine. Right. Do I, have, do I get to grade those? Cause I'll just, <laughs> send that through when we were in high school actually one of the girls from our class our teacher trusted us to take the scantron papers down the hallway to scan them and uh then bring them back and <laughs> i remember we would go he, i don't know why he would send two people <laughs> that was his first mistake it was but, because the, you were all you and whoever else were probably the two trusted students and it yeah. was well, if she does something wrong, he's going to rat me out or vice versa. Maybe You know, <laughs> so we'd always, you know, make sure we kept at least one wrong. We wouldn't change it to 100%. But it got bad because people from the class would ask to go to the bathroom and then they'd meet us down the hallway and make us oh, change their tantrums. Oh, oh, boy. I was a great student. <laughs> I hope none of your, your high school teachers are listening. I don't think he's there anymore, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so would you rather... I can't get over that. <laughs> I know, I'm not proud. <laughs> Man. Would okay. you rather be constantly sneezing or constantly having the hiccups while you're teaching during an observation? Um, I say hiccups. I think, I think they're annoying. Really? Yeah, I think they'd both be annoying, but I just think about, like, sne sneezing constantly. Like, I mean... I, I can't talk while I'm sneezing. I close my eyes while I'm sneaking, like <laughs> sneezing, sneaking, sneezing. I mean, sometimes it's like a bit like it's like a, oh, my gosh, that girl really just sneezed that loud kind of sneeze. <laughs> Whereas hiccups, it's kind of like if you keep your mouth closed when you're hiccuping, like, you know, it can be, oh, what a what a lady. She's <laughs> like, so cute. Little hiccup. I mean, obviously, if you're teaching and you're being observed or whatever, it might be a little different, but it's also kind of, I feel like, I hope, anyways, whoever is observing me would also have, like, the sympathy card, like, oh, poor thing, like, she has this great lesson, <laughs> but she has the hiccups. The hiccups. <laughs> See, I think I would choose sneezing because oh, the God. only time I get the hiccups is after I've been drinking a little bit, 
And I wouldn't want them to think, oh, I wonder if she's have been drinking or something rather than, oh, my oh, gosh, poor thing. She's sneezing. She must that be sick. Never cross her mind. What if they're like really like like nasty sneezes? Did you think about that? Well, maybe she'll feel so bad for me that she's like, you know what? We'll just reschedule this for next week. Corona. <laughs> exactly. See, it could be in your favor. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I've learned so much about you in the past, like, minute or two questions. Oh, I'm sorry. All we right. have plenty more to go. Lord have mercy. Okay, here's your next one. Would, okay. you rather, would you rather attend a workshop taught by a peer or lead a workshop filled with your coworkers? See, I'm cool with actually either one of these, um, you know, because I'm always, like, if uh, someone I know is – presenting i really like to pump them up cheer them on mm -hmm. but then also i've led a workshop full with co full of co-workers before so and at what it wasn't comfortable at the beginning but now i'm kind of used to it so i could really do both but you know i like to make my own stuff and lead so i think i'd probably choose that one yeah i agree with you i've never led um a workshop but i kind of think of it as like teaching. I remember when I taught middle school health, there were some topics that I just really like enjoyed having class discussions on or the activity that was planned or whatever. Like I was excited. Like I'd wake up and be like, yes, we get to do this today. Like, so I kind of think of that kind of in relation to a workshop. If, if it's something that you're passionate about, yeah, like, yeah you're going to want to talk about it. Um, so yeah, and it doesn't matter who your audience is. But right. And then the same, but I see your side of it too. Attending a workshop. Well, if you're passionate about whatever you're attending, you're, I would think you're going to enjoy it unless the, you know, the workshop leader is just not very good. But right. Well, I even think about when I presented virtually this past spring on mm -hmm. YouTube, how many people from my school were in the chat just blowing it up. So it's always good to, be supportive even when a coworker is presenting. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, and then, I mean, if if you don't have such a great experience with it, that's also how you learn. Um, mm -hmm. but that, wasn't, that wasn't your case, though, because you rocked it. <laughs> Stop <did>. it. <laughs> Hair flip. You did so great. You know it. Okay. Would you rather, this is actually a good one because – I go back and forth on this one all the time. Would you rather have year-round schooling with several weeks off during the year or a traditional schedule with summers off? Ah. Uh, I haven't ever really thought about this. It's so hard, right? Because you can see the benefits for both. I think I'm just going to pick uh, our regular traditional schedule just because that's all I've ever known. Yeah. <laughs> See, I almost think that I would like year-round schooling just because, you know, I love summers off. Don't get me wrong. It's like, you know, you get there and you're like, oh, finally a little break. And But towards the end of summer, I'm like itching to get back to work. So I wouldn't mind if maybe summer, summer wasn't two weeks long or anything like that. It'd be shortened from what we have now. But if we had more a two-week spring break and two weeks throughout there, I think that I would be what wouldn't be so worn out. I think there would be a lot of teachers that wouldn't be so worn out either because they're constantly getting those breaks through the year 
to kind of refresh and reset. That's very true. Uh, I have a friend that teaches in Southern Indiana and they're year round. And I know with her schedule, like she'll say like, oh yeah, we have a two week break coming up or we have a, like, it's just like a random week break. And it's kind of like, oh, you do? Well, we don't like, or we have a day, you know, this is our next day that we have off. I feel like it always helps to have something to look forward to, whether mm-hmm. you're a student or a teacher or even a parent um, that has kids in school, just because then, you know, like, whether it's you're taking a weekend trip or just some downtime to relax and kind of reboot, like that's, that's helpful. So I can definitely see, I guess the pros of that or why, why teachers or some even students would prefer that. But like I said, I've just only ever known the traditional schedule with summers off. So, okay, Ray, here's your next one. Would you rather chaperone a school dance or a sporting event? Man, <laughs> I love I love to get down on the dance floor. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> but I also love sporting events. I'm so torn. I feel like a sporting event may be a little easier to chaperone, though. Um, I mean, I have I will say sometimes at school we have like these dance parties for like certain things. And, you know, for people that know me, but for the people that don't. I have this speaker that has this giant disco ball (laughs) on top of it. And it basically just travels with me in my car. Whenever (laughs) we need a good time, I pull it out. So usually people ask me to do that when we're at school. So I have the disco lights going. So I could do both. Actually, you know what? I'm changing my answer. I'm going school dance because (laughs) I love music and I could just get out there and just have a good time. I like it. I totally agree with you. And it's weird because my answer, I think, is going to kind of flip flop a little bit which I feel like we're doing that on, on all of these questions. Mm-hmm. We're, we're given perspectives from both sides, which it's fine. Um, but, That's what we're here for. <laughs> right. So I would say teaching at an elementary school currently, I would pick the school dance. Oh, yes. If, if I still taught middle school boys, I would say the sporting event. There totally were, makes sense. There were middle school dances that I did chaperone. And... <laughs> I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was so fun. And I mean, like, it was just hilarious just to see. Yeah, you get to see your kids in a different way. Right. Like, well, and the same with sporting events, but Mm -hmm. it was middle school boys. So it's kind of also like, oh, we're too cool for school. Like, we're not going to talk to you. Like, we're out here (laughs) dancing. Like, the all girls schools here. Like, I don't. So it's like, you you do see a whole other side to these students and it's like it is, it is so fun and it's just like oh my gosh like this little kid like this little sixth grader never says anything and he's over there talking to a girl like it was <laughs> awesome it was just like oh my god I'm so proud of you like that would be fun and they're giving you like a death stare uh <laughs> like please don't come talk to me <laughs> oh my gosh she's watching uh but then elementary this past school year when we were in school and sports could still happen. I went to a few of our basketball games and our basketball team was so good. So good. They won the champion. I don't, I'm not really sure what it's title. It was some kind of championship for their league, uh, but it was co-ed and I didn't like growing oh, that's up cool. growing up because we were in Catholic school. Like we only ever played with the girls, the boys play with the boys. So this was a co-ed elementary Uh, I think it was just fifth. No, it was fourth and fifth grade. But not that I ever had many behavior problems with any of my students at the school that I'm at. 
but it's still even the ones that just you know just the slightest bit or I wouldn't even say behavior I shouldn't say that I would say the students that maybe I didn't have as strong as a of a relationship with they would see me come to these games and then that's all it took was Monday morning I saw you at my game like or me complimenting them saying like you played such a great game like oh my gosh and so again to see that other side of their personalities of their athleticism it was just and to see their families there too I think it was really important for you know whether it was just like hey you know like your son does great or like your daughter does a great job in PE like yeah acknowledging them like I see your child like I don't know. I know. I think that parents like that too. Like, Hey, that's their PE teacher here. That's really, yeah, cool. they do. I know that when I was at private school, I was a lot more involved in that. And I kind of like got away from that now. And I, I really regret it. I need, I think maybe because I live so far away from school, it's not as easy as it was, but um, that's my goal once we get back is to get more involved in things like that, letting kids see me outside of school and making connections that way too. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard to do. For sure. Especially I was in grad school when I first switched over, having to have classes every night and doing homework. It was like, Oh, I really wanted to come to this, but I have <laughs> you this. Would much rather be at a sporting event than do a real. <laughs> I know 100%. Okay. Would you rather Use the student bathroom or hold it for another period to get to the faculty bathroom. Faculty bathroom. Really? Absolutely. Not me. I think one of my superpowers is being able to hold it. And you and every teacher out there. (laughs) I I shouldn't. Yeah. I feel like I just tooted my own horn. Like everyone listening, like, oh, big deal. Like, I do it all the time. Is she serious? Well, you know, I'm pretty lucky because I can kind of go whenever I want. Because when we go to pick kids up and I have to use the restroom, I'll just stop in really quick before I pick them up. But I know I don't want to rub that into people's faces because they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so jealous. But the student bathroom is literally connected to the other ESL classroom adjacent from my room. So it's literally I could like take two big steps and I'm there. So half the time, if I'm being quick, I'll just run in there really fast. And it's right next to first grade and kindergarten. So they take like whole class bathroom breaks. So it's usually like if they're not all there, it's empty. So I never have any problems. Gotcha. Well, for me with being in the gym, I don't have a classroom bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's like some Wait, of our, you have bathrooms in your classrooms yeah like inside the classrooms not in every one of them but yes I think it's what yeah I just I didn't even think that I would have never even thought to ask you that (laughs) are you kidding I know like in um I knew like preschool had bathrooms in the room yeah I think it it's more of like I know intermediate grades don't well no you know what I know our, I'm pretty sure our fourth and fifth grade rooms don't, but I do know some of the third grade classrooms have restrooms in the classroom. Oh my gosh. I'm so jealous. So then like, it's that, then that, you know, teacher, she has her, or he has his own set of classroom procedures of, you know, Using if the it's in the middle of, right. If it's in the middle of instruction, 
and a student has to use the restroom, you know, they've got all the cutesy little elementary, like red light, green light mm-hmm. <laughs> things. Um, but the gym is, it's like you leave the gym and I don't know, maybe, maybe like 30 steps down this hallway, there's a fact, there's the faculty room and the restrooms in there. Whereas like the classes that don't have restrooms in them, they have, they have a, a nice little walk to the faculty room to use the restroom or they're using like the, I don't know the I guess just the, the regular restrooms in the hallway. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. yeah. That's all we have. So, yeah. But, and I don't know, like, I, obviously if you have to go, you have to go. You don't really care, but I hate the elementary like style bathrooms. I think even some middle schools are like this where it's like the stalls are like you stand and you can like see the person next yes. to you. Oh man, it's the worst. It's so bizarre. <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about the bathroom. <laughs> I know. All right, moving on. <laughs> Would you rather get a teacher of the year award or get five extra vacation days? Give me those vacation days right <laughs> totally now. Totally <laughs> agree. I'm going to take me a little trip. You know what, though? I think you are teacher of the year. You don't need an award. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You can. You can give me five vacation days. (laughs) I can't do that, but I can. I'll make you a little sign. Oh, would you? I'll hang it in my room. (laughs) There you go. That's all you need. (laughs) Would you rather eat the school lunch for every meal or (laughs) ride the school bus to and from school every day? school lunch every day but you would never get to eat whatever you want you would have to eat school lunch loophole Uh -uh, uh-uh well you didn't say that i was thinking in addition to i could eat the school lunch and then have whatever else okay well if there's a loophole i'll do the school lunch but if there's no loophole let me ride that bus unless they're telling me to monitor it i just it just said ride, so I guess it's oh, another oh, loophole. I like that. That's true. I'm like, scoot over. I'll put my headphones in. We're going to school. Shout out to all the bus drivers, bus oh, monitors. Oh, my Lord. Because... For real. Oof. You cannot pay me enough money in the world to do that job. No. So, bless you. <laughs> they, they have a special place in heaven. They really do. Would you rather have a class that's too loud, but they still get their work done, or have a class that is too quiet, nobody participates in discussions, but they still get their work done? Well, this is a good one because I was when I was at Catholic school, the big thing was your class has to be quiet. They have to be quiet all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's like the complete opposite of where I'm at now. But it's different because the talking that's happening, they're calling it like academic chatter. So... The kids are loud and they're talking, but they're talking about things that are relevant to what's being taught in the room. Right. So I'm I'm totally okay with it being louder if you're getting that participation that you're wanting. I can't imagine standing in front of a room and everyone's dead silent and then they just sit there quietly and work maybe on the computer, but no one ever speaks to you. I, I would go crazy because I need yeah. that connection with those kids too. So that's a big no for me. <laughs> I a hundred percent agree with you. I feel like that I wouldn't know whether students were learning or not. And yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm just thinking about, I've been in both environments in a classroom setting 
teaching health and then in the gym. And I mean, it's Jim, you're always, I mean, you're, unless I'm talking and I need you quiet so that you can hear whatever the activity is and safety expectations, you're loud. I want you to be loud. And I tell students that I'm like, this is your time during the day or during the week. You could pee one time a week where it is okay for you to use your outside voice. I encourage you to now, obviously I don't want you just like running around screaming bloody murder. Uh, but and they and they know that. Uh, but in like the and then in the classroom setting for middle school, if students just sat and I never heard a peep come out of them, even if they were turning all of their work in on time and it was great. I agree. I think that that would be miserable. I don't think that I would get the same enjoyment out of teaching. No way. I don't think students would get the same enjoyment out of learning either. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I do think that there are students that are more introverted and that Mm -hmm. in their perfect world that yes, that that would be great. Don't call on me. I don't want to talk. I understand this. Leave me alone. But I think for the most part, I mean, kids need elementary, middle, high school. You need that. I mean, you have to have that to, to live. You have to carry on conversations and so would you rather have a huge classroom, or in your case, a huge gym <laughs> with windows, but no budget for PE, or a small classroom with no windows, but a huge budget, all the supplies you can think of for PE? <laughs> I have a small gym with quite a few windows and a substantial budget. What? You're you're just pulling out all the stuff. Yeah. Man, um, I feel like I'm going to have some PE teachers kind of not enjoy my answer. I'm almost nervous to say it. <laughs> I think I would rather have a huge gym and struggle with the budget. And the reason Do for tell. That, the re- yeah, here's my reasoning. I have learned graciously through former mentors and whether it was college professors, um, teachers that I student taught under, even just classmates that I had in college, just learning from other people that you can do a lot with a little. Mm -hmm. Kids are happy. And a lot of teachers in our district or even in our state or all over the country they have to do that. They don't, they aren't blessed with such an amazing, amazing budget and amazing PTA and have the money coming in like the school that I'm at does. So thankfully that has never been a problem for me. However, like I said, the, the gym size is fairly small. It's a typical elementary gym. It's not a full size gym. Mm-hmm. I think elementary schools in our district have the same size gym as me. So I really can't complain, but I know also all of the amazing things you can do with space and little. So I'm going to choose the space over the budget. I am going to agree with you on this one. Our rooms aren't very big anyways. And it's a little bit more difficult too, because we have three teachers in one room. So we're really trying to make it work. But one year I did not have a window and it was the worst thing ever. It's like you feel like you're in a jail cell almost. Yeah. Because you don't know what the weather's like outside. 
Right. It's just like, what's happening out there in the world? I don't even know. <laughs> but I agree. Yeah. Bringing in fresh air and all of that. I, I need that to be on my A game. And a lot of things too. We don't, we get a budget. We get a budget from the school, but we also get a budget from ESL, mm-hmm. the department. So, but it's not a, a huge amount. So I usually get a lot of things myself anyways. So, you know, I don't mind if I don't have a huge budget. Would it be nice to have a huge budget? Absolutely. But like you said, kids are happy with engaging materials. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be hundreds of dollars of something that you bought, you know? Right. Yeah. You make it fun. I mean, especially elementary kids, the little, the little ones, they're not going to (laughs) know. Exactly. They don't know any better. So yeah. Give me the big room where I can split it up with my coworkers and we can each have our own space where we feel like we have our own space within that space and then give us some windows and I'll be a happy camper. All right. Hey, Ray would teach in a 90 degree room in May or be on recess duty in January. Here's my philosophy. You can always add layers on, but you can't take them off word. So (laughs) I'll be outside in January as long as I can wear my parka and my thermals and be covered up. Plus, recess is usually only 20 minutes. I can withstand 20 minutes rather than teaching all day in a 90-degree room. I agree. I would look like I just got out of the shower. If you worked in a 90-degree room all day? All day during May, yes. Yeah, that would be miserable. I just don't like how it feel when it's hot. No, I can't think straight. Like, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. <laughs> For I'd real. Like there's sweat dripping down my back. I can't focus on what we're doing. <laughs> like, t- sorry, kids. I'm School's gross. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you rather... This one's a little gross. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but would you rather clean up after a student decorates the bathroom <laughs> with his or her own paint, in parentheses, <laughs> Or quotations, not parentheses, or get puked on during flu season. <laughs> Is neither an option? <laughs> you have to pick one. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. I've actually walked in on the bathroom when a kid has done that to the stall and yeah. turned right back out and went to the faculty bathroom. And- <laughs> yeah, like, you don't no. have it. <laughs> Do you tell somebody? I think so. It was so nasty. I think God, I don't know. I'm like really like contemplating this. Uh, I'll say get puked on. I think I'm leaning towards more of that one. Now though, being now that it's going to be flu slash Corona season. Yeah. I may just, you know, put on some gloves and uh, <laughs> do a quick swipe on the stall and call it a day. Uh, yeah, I think I'd rather deal with COVID. <laughs> paint. Oh, but I'll have my mask on, so I'll be okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just like, <laughs> excuse me, I'm going to have to run home and take a shower immediately. There you go. That's right. Would you rather have morning duty or afternoon duty? <sighs> I cannot wake up. In the morning at all. Sometimes I am skirting on two wheels. Pulling into the parking lot. To get there on time. So I'll stay after. Yeah. 
Have you ever had morning or afternoon? Like, do you have one? No. Well, well, technically, we're supposed to just stand in the third grade hallway and just greet them as they walk up. When I was at private school, we had like teams and you had different duties that week if it was your week. Like somebody had to be standing outside with a car rider line because they would like open mm -hmm. the doors for families in the morning to let the kids in and you'd have to stand out there with them. So you'd have to get there early, but the worst one was 7 a.m. duty. You had to be there at 7 a.m. to open up the building to let people start dropping their kids off. And I would mm -mm. refuse. Like, I was like, just let me only do it one day a week. Some people liked it, so they would do it, like, the whole time. But it was awful. There must be morning people. No, I agree with you. I'd, I'd choose after school or afternoon duty. And I had the past. Don't you have one? All right, if you have kids in the car, you may want to pause this and save this when they're not around. Because the next question says, would you rather attempt to explain where babies come from or answer the question, is Santa real? Dun, 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 dun. Um, as a former health teacher, would definitely rather explain where babies come from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. See, I don't, this is hard for me. Actually, I had a friend that I used to work with who actually told some kids that Santa <laughs> wasn't real. <laughs> they were a group of fourth graders, and um, it wasn't because he was so evil who wanted to ruin their Christmas. It was she, when she grew up, they didn't do the whole Santa thing. So right. she didn't think anything of it. It wasn't to be malicious. She was just, you know, saying, well, you know, it's actually this, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't go over well. <laughs> and uh but i don't think i think those kids didn't believe her so i think that christmas was saved but she didn't kill their spirit <laughs> yeah but you know a lot of my kids don't celebrate christmas so yeah. a lot of them ask about it but not a lot of them get gifts from santa so you know that i think that i could tackle that where i am now if i was in that position yeah, in a Catholic school, babies all the way. But I think now it's a lot easier for me to have that conversation about Santa when you have kids that don't celebrate that. Interesting. Yeah, I think they could, I see where both of them could be challenging. I guess I'm just more used to the where babies come from question and explanation. Mm -hmm. And before we dove into all the, I always say the juicy stuff, I always sent home a parent guardian letter just saying like hey this is gonna you know this is sex ed's topic uh our unit is gonna start in two weeks and they would have to sign the form and send it back in uh and i think that there was maybe like over the three years that i taught middle school health there was maybe like two students that their parents signed the form saying that you know no please give my son a different um, activity during this time. And so I would just give them, you know, it was either a review or it was just, I don't know, something, some, a journal activity where instead of coming to health that day, they would take their health activity. They would check in with me and just go across the hall and sit with our computer teacher or whatever. Um, and that, and I think one time it was because of cultural reasons. Mm-hmm. And the other time, the parent just had said, you know, like, we have had these conversations. We just prefer, you know, 
That makes and, sense. Yeah. And I mean, you know, okay, that's fine. Like I didn't, didn't right. bother me. Like one last awkward conversation I have to have. Right. <laughs> Would you rather let your entire class sneeze and wipe their noses on you Ew. or lick, lick this? I said lick every oh pencil gosh. or lick every pencil that is returned to you at the end of the day. This is so gross. <laughs> Could you imagine like, oh, she has to lick every pencil. Leave her. <laughs> like before she oh. does her afternoon duty i was even thinking i just got a visual like oh here's your pencil I know. <laughs> honestly though i'm gonna try to find a loophole in this one because <laughs> it's that gross but you know if i'm like oh just set your lick pencil right there on the table and then bring my life saw and just spray them all down and like oh all right no, pick up your pencil on the table not. i'm gonna let him sneeze on me Ew. Why even those is though boogers. Yeah, I know. And I mean, you know, elementary kids, like some of them like have no control. It's None. like think about as a PE teacher, like thinking about their locomotor movements and seeing some of these kids trying to skip. Oh, it's man. hilarious. But like a kid has like a hard sneeze and like you would think like <laughs> an earthquake. Like they just got electrocuted. Like it's like <laughs> they kind of uh, look like what just happened to me? It's like, it's okay. You just sneeze. <laughs> I legit got sneezed on right before we left for coronavirus. <laughs> and it was the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was eating my lunch when it happened. And she just <laughs> literally was like, ha, too. And it sprayed all over the table. And I was like, well, I guess I'm done. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you need to go wash your hands. I need to go wash my body. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, they have no control. Ah, uh, man, that's something I don't miss about <laughs> being back in a school building. That's for sure. I know, but I feel like my immune system is withering away because I'm not used to being at home and being protected sure. by cleanliness. Well, so you want to, you want to spray. You want to spray pencils with Lysol and lick the Lysol <laughs> I didn't say I want to lick the Lysol. I'm just saying if they're going to lick them, I'm obviously going to clean them before. Actually, you know, I don't even yeah. think I would have to touch them. Because if they licked them, I can say, just set them there in the bucket. And then they could just take them back the next no. time. Oh, <laughs> you have to lick the pencils. Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a game changer. <laughs> Let them sneeze on me. Says, or lick every pencil that is returned to you. To oh, the my <laughs> gosh. I was totally wrong on all these. The kids turn the pencil back into you and you say, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, I changed my answer. See you tomorrow. <laughs> That's too much. Okay, I did not know I had to lick the pencil. I thought the kids were licking the pencils. So, like, yeah. No. Okay, I'll, I'll get sneezed on. Yeah, like sneeze on my shoe or my pants. Like yeah, something I can wash. Please. He doesn't say sneeze in my face. No, that's true. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have four classes that are each eighty minutes long, or would you rather have eight classes that are each forty minutes long? Uh, we'll say four eighty-minute classes. Okay. I think I could do some really, well, here, look, I'm saying this, and now I'm already changing my mind. <laughs> Elementary, I think 80 minutes would be very long. Uh, yes, I agree. I think that 
I think I would have to give him a bathroom break at some point during class. I know it's a long time. I think that it would, I just think there would be so many different cool things you could do and just the way you could split the, the class up. I mean, I'm thinking, cause one of my downfalls is I always struggle to get health or, um, yeah, health content in like incorporated into the PE curriculum mm-hmm. because in my mind, I think I see them once a week for 50 minutes when they get here, they want to move. I want them to move. Let's go. And so my goal is that they're moving about 90% of the class period in that 50 minutes. And you think, well, you, you know, you take a couple minutes as they're coming in, especially in the mornings when I, I take attendance first class. So that takes a couple minutes Uh, whether it's transitioning from a different activity and getting a different equipment out and then cleaning equipment up and lining up like throughout the class period, there's, you know, whether, even if it's 20 seconds, all that adds up at the end. So definitely even to say, get him to move to 90% of the time. I think that's a stretch for me to say that. So I think with 80 minutes, like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, we could do, we could do, you know, a number of movement activities, but then we could sit and we could talk about nutrition even for, 10 minutes and then we could get up and move again. And you know, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I've actually think? done both. Well, kind of when I was at private school, we had eight blocks and they were 45 minutes long and it really made your day go by fast because it mm-hmm. was like, boom, 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 one after the other, but you don't get enough done in that time. And so I really think I would like the longer blocks too just because of how much you could get accomplished in that time. And then also, I feel like that would also go fast too, like two blocks and you're like, Oh, I only have two left and it's time to go home. So right. I can see both, but I think I'd do the four lasting 80 minutes. Well, and from listening to you, I also think like not even when you say in terms of getting so much in, in a class period, and I mentioned the movement and nutrition or whatever health content, also, that's twice the amount of time you have then to work on building relationships with kids. 40, 50 minutes, that's not anything. How are you supposed to talk to even half of a class and teach your lesson in 40 or 50 minutes? Like, you can't. Yeah, agreed. Okay, here's your next one, right? Would you rather have to tie wet shoelaces of 20 kids. Why do you have all these gross questions? <laughs> I think they're funny. <laughs> You're right, sick. Now, listen carefully. Would you rather, you are doing the tying, okay? No, oh, okay. Would you rather Thanks. have to tie- <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> I know, here we go. Would you rather have to tie wet shoelaces of 20 kids after they come out of the bathroom every day? This is every day you're doing this. Or... Mm. Or wear wet socks to school every day. Wet socks, they dry eventually. Yeah. I just not wear any shoes in my classroom. Let those puppies air out. (laughs) I agree. I vote wet socks. Yeah. Maybe if it was like one or five kids' shoelaces, but not 20. Especially out of the bathroom. No, one is bad enough. (laughs) Like, we're... There's power in numbers, okay? there's, There's power in... No, that was going to sound weird. <laughs> there's, there's power in wet shoelaces. <laughs> there is. The power that will 
keep you at home for two weeks because you're ill. Can you imagine this though? When the day comes that we do go back to school in person learning, so and a kid, sick. a kid needs help tying their shoes, and you touch those suckers, and they're soaking wet, and you're and you're still, you know, you got Corona still in the back of your mind. Yes, we're back in school, but it's let's be real, it's probably still going to be a thing. You. Maybe we'll have to wear gloves. I don't know. I'm like, touch your shoelaces. What? Okay, hold on. Let me put on my gloves. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that used to be a prerequisite before you got to kindergarten was learning how to tie your shoes. And I don't, I could be totally wrong. So if I'm wrong, somebody call me out. I think that that's all. I've taught, I've tied fourth grader shoes, so I don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And then, like, oh, this is kind of, like, off-topic a little bit. I appreciate – sometimes I appreciate the parents that – it's been, like, kindergarten and first grade. By second grade, you should definitely know, and most of mine do. But I appreciate the, like uh, – <laughs> Velcro shoes? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, – and they make, like, pretty cool-looking little Velcro shoes. Oh, yeah. But I appreciate that. But at some point, I'm also, like, this is a life skill, and mm-hmm. I have, I have, a, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have tried. I have attempted to teach my kindergartners how to tie their shoes. And I like to think I have, you know, I'm pretty good at being patient. This Doug, I mean, like I was digging down deep into my soul, asking God, bless me <laughs> with some patience before these kindergarten classes were coming in when I decided to do this because Man, like it's a whole other kind of like patience test. Definitely, their kindergarten assistant mm-hmm. in the room. I mean, it's just, and I mean, yeah. they can't help it. God love them. It's it's they're kindergartners, but right, those gross motor, fine motor skills aren't yeah fully developed. Right. Needless to say, that that uh, shoelace training and PE didn't last. <laughs> shoelace boot camp didn't work out. Huh? No, it didn't. <laughs> That might be a distant learning activity I give oh, them. Oh, that would be fun, actually. I'll make it fun. Can I'm I sure there's some fun videos. Do a shoelace and dance? I don't know. Well, I'm sure you can find them. All right, here's my last question for you. Okay. Would you rather win a $1,000 gift card for your classroom to Amazon or Target? Ooh, both are so fun. I know. I'm going to say Amazon mainly because I, I love Target and initially to anything that would probably be my response. But for the, I guess the materials that I would need in the gym and or like equipment, I feel like Amazon would have a like a more broad, I don't know, um, like a bigger a variety of things. Yes. Thank you. I don't know why that was so words are hard right now. For me. <laughs> uh, exactly. I'd have a larger variety of products in different in different brands. You know, Amazon. Well, you know, Amazon has like everything. Target Literally. has everything too. But <laughs> yeah, I would pick Amazon too for that same reason. You know, buying cute borders and all that stuff is nice, but to get like real things that you could use in your room. That right. the kids could use Amazon. Well, and I also think like in in large numbers and qu- and like large quantities, you know, like 
most of the time you're not going to just need one thing. If you're getting something for a class, you're going to probably right. get a better deal on mm -hmm. Amazon. I don't know. Don't hate us, Target. We love you. Yeah. Target, Dollar Spot is my spot, but <laughs> I could buy a thousand things there. But yeah, I'm, I'm Amazon for sure. Okay, right. Here's your last one. Woo. Would you rather have an electric pencil sharpener running all day, nonstop, all year long while you teach, or teach an entire summer without AC? Man, these are both terrible choices. I know, and this is another one talking about the heat, but I know. But, <laughs> you know, I think I could maybe, once I got used to the electric pencil sharpener sound, yeah, I think that maybe I'd be okay because I'm not a big fan of heat. We've talked about this earlier, but then also, what am I doing teaching in the summer? I, I didn't know. sign up yeah. for that. <laughs> I was curious to see if you were going to say anything about that. Yeah. I did it one time, and it was fun, but then also I felt like I didn't really have a break. So mm -hmm. I feel like teachers really need that time to reset and get ready for the upcoming year. So I guess... I also start feel, that pencil sharpener. I feel like if you have a pencil sharpener that can run, electric pencil sharpener that can run all day, every day, that works that long, like, good for you. I yeah, like well, maybe one day it'll die and you won't have to listen to it anymore. <laughs> well, it's probably plugged in. I feel like teachers go through so many pencil sharpeners. Like, I feel like a lot of teachers have, or at least ones that I know, it's like you're not students are not allowed to use the electric pencil sharpener. That's like sacred. Like it really is. Better not. You better let me know. I let mine use it though, but mine I feel like didn't last very long either. But I think it's because I've been letting them put colored pencils in there. Yeah. And I know some people will even have one for regular pencils, one for colored pencils cuz that wax just builds up, but <sighs> I'm thinking I'm going to try some mechanical pencils. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the teacher turndown. Okay, listeners, we are sipping on some Woodford Reserve. And I'm not going to lie, this just comes straight off Woodford's website. <laughs> we told you we're not. <laughs> Connoisseur isn't any type of alcohol, but we just enjoy it and we want to share it with you all. Right. <laughs> so... It describes the taste as rich, rounded, and smooth with complex fruits, citrus, cinnamon, and cocoa. The finish, it says, Woodford's website, is silky smooth, almost creamy at first with a long, warm, satisfying tail. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. This should be on someone's <laughs> Tinder profile. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, go on and change yours right now. <laughs> I want this to be the bio. <laughs> no. You're right. This would just add to the list of hashtag reasons why Kristen's single. They're like, man, I wonder if she got that from the Woodford website. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Ray, when you smell this glass, mm. your little bourbon glass. Yes. What is Great your, smell. what's your first thought? What's the first thing that pops into your mind? Well, it really takes me to the first Saturday in May. In the great state of Kentucky that we know as the Kentucky Derby. Man. The most beautiful time of year. And, you know, we forgot to mention that in last episode because when we were talking about ourselves and things we enjoy, that is something that we both 
love a lot. Just that time and like the time leading up to it. Kentucky's really special when they that comes to town. I think we're kind of well, I know I am kind of still mourning the oh, fact that I know it's not the same this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh well. Let me give this a little taste. I'm not really a normally like a bourbon drinker. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if I've ever had just like a bourbon and something to drink. So this is going to be a first for me. Thoughts? Thoughts? What do you think? Oh, okay. So the website was correct. (laughs) I do get that silky smooth taste. (laughs) They're paying somebody, right? (laughs) I know. Can you imagine? Like this was your job. Like you get to just, I just picture people having the glass and like swirling it around and be like, "Mm, yes, that's rich and rounded. (laughs) They're but they're like super smart. Like you have to be like, I think you're a chemist. They, I think you have to be, honestly. Yeah, an engineer. I don't know if I don't know if chemist is the right word, but yeah, I think you have an engineering degree. Yeah. But I, what I was thinking was we had a conversation earlier, Ray, and you said, Well, like, when would you go out and like what would you have to be doing? to order a bourbon and Sprite or bourbon and ginger or whatever. And I thought thinking about earlier in our episode, I thought, man, this is the, this is the drink I would for sure order at a great Gatsby party. Oh yes, definitely. (laughs) For sure. I know. I feel like when you're drinking it, like you just feel like a little classy. (laughs) I like it. And I think too, like when you're drinking it, it's not something like you like guzzle down it's like well, no. you, take, you take slow sips. I know. <laughs> Gosh. I know. I'm sorry. I'm new to this. Goop, goop, goop. <laughs> but you know, um, there's some fruity drinks where like you could really chug it. So, but like, I don't get that vibe with this. Yeah. So and I, I, I appreciate too, like it's a drink where you can just sit and sip and it doesn't have right. to be like good conversation, good vibes. All that. And maybe, I don't know. I think that I like bourbons and whiskeys maybe more than wines or I don't know really just anything else that's fruity and really sweet because I can't do I can't do the sweet stuff um I'm sure there are recipes where you can make different bourbon drinks sweet but I don't like them yeah (laughs) um one that I know of that's super simple and that I feel like it's stuff that Maybe that average, the average teacher <laughs> might have already at home. Is, Even better. Uh, well, obviously you have to have some Woodford, <laughs> um, but Woodford. And then I've made, it was Crystal Light, the strawberry, no, raspberry lemonade mix. Mm-hmm. And then like a splash of ginger ale. And it was a little concoction. I don't have a name yet for it. So if you have any ideas out there. Oh, yes. Suggestions, please. But it was light and it was, it had a little bit of sweetness to it, but it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't anything overwhelming. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot that you can, besides just like a bourbon and Coke or a bourbon and Sprite, there's some things that you could add to it to like make it unique and special. For sure. Like a mint julep. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. We had a really good time with this one. And just like this episode, it comes out every Tuesday. So make sure you tune back in. Follow us on Instagram at Co-Teaching Chronicles. You can email us any questions you have. We'd love to hear from you all. We love your feedback. So thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you.